Hey everybody, we're going to do this again. Uh, apparently we had some issues, I don't know. Uh, we have some missing updates here. We are just on the way, if anybody's not heard, uh, Ms. Audrey Severa on the found me. She has been found safely. We're good to hear that. Uh, Matthew Mendez, he was found. We have not, I know we had not really talked about these names here. So give me some time here to get that. Um, so we're still looking for Miss Lashley Rowley. She has been missing. But now she has been missing. She may be traveling outside of state in Florida, which is Pilot City, Florida, that she is missing, that she lives. Uh, she's her birthday is May 8, 27, excuse me, 2007, 14 years old, black female with brown hair, brown eyes, five foot one, 120 pounds. Uh, she may travel out of state, or she still may be in a local area. She's been missing since May 2nd. Also, uh, Alejandro Mazzarda, Mazzarda, Manzarella, something, how you could say that, uh, M-E-N-D-O-Z-A. Uh, he is just a newborn Hispanic male, black hair, brown eyes, 1 foot 10 inches, 22 pounds. He may be travel with a juvenile female. We don't have the story with that case right now or any updates. So if anybody does, if you know anything, please make the call at 1-800-843-5678 or the Oxnard Police Department, California at 1-805-385-7740. And as well, for the Plant City Police Department at one 813 Seven five seven nine two zero zero. Now we were just talking about a uh, couple of things. AOC, uh, where she was talking about, and I just actually what I had is on this on this episode, but really it didn't want to work, so we're going to get to it. Uh, AOC, a moron. AOC was talking about two kind of two different things that she put in one concept because she was talking about this where she wants to say that Planned Parenthood saves lives, which if you ever do believe that, you're, there's something wrong with you. And she was talking about her mother. Her mother went to this uh, Planned Parenthood, and so she is a safe child from Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood does not save lives. If you believe that, then you deserve some type of moron reward. Because we all know what Planned Parenthood is. Planned Parenthood has always been about abortion. They can never try to save children because they would go out of business. And, and now, of course, in a lot of states, there is about, uh, they have to have permission from their parents. They don't have the right to do abortion. Uh, one state, New York, is uh, an underage child. I can't think of the fully way. I believe it is uh, 14. They can make the decision, I believe. Now, a lot of laws are changing for that where the dads are getting that option so if they are okay with it or as well they can fight to have the child be alive, which is a great thing. So dad's rights are being followed. And a lot of states are changing that. But AOC wants to say Planned Parenthood is safe but having the death penalty is wrong. When she, <laughs> when she once declared that the death penalty was 
is wrong because she actually used her race card in it. Uh, she said it's more uh, attacking black people or black men, which generally, uh, generally black people just go to jail for because they're black. They just because they have drugs in their uh, drugs in their system, or uh, they've been driving while intoxicated, or driving while high, or committing murder. Bank robberies or any kind of uh, any kind of breaking laws uh, just because your past is like that. But uh, white people, Mexicans, uh, if they want to, she wants to say, oh, they break the laws. They commit if they commit murder, they deserve the death penalty. So once again, she wants to use the race car. Here's the truth: that the, she did not show no proof. She was at this conference, whatever meeting she was talking or whoever she was talking to. Here's the bottom line truth. If you actually show me proof that black people are getting more death penalty than white people are, a reason why they get the death penalty, because other than that, you got nothing. Here's the reason why uh, all all colors get death penalties. Because when they commit murder, it's not we're not talking about we're talking about vile lives here. We, but we value the, the person that they committed murder to. That's the thing. So AOC, so if you're telling me that you rather have a baby be aborted than a, a piece of low-life garbage that could murder you or murder any of your loved ones or anybody in your community that you say you love about, you rather them get a free hot meals, free hotel prison, because that's what it is to them. It's just a hotel. But they get a free bed, three hot meals free every night. They can do whatever they want, plus they get one hour of gym. They get one hour of free time. Because me, I would say they deserve the death penalty. You know, that's the reason why in the state of Texas, you committed murder, you can be killed back. That's it. They, they are the, I believe they're the toughest state that carries the death penalty more than any other state. And that's the way it should be. And I'm going it, to, it's not saying, uh, a night for a night makes this whole world go blind, but you know, essentially like now, this happened just in, in Idaho a couple of days ago in Rigby, uh, middle school, where the school, I believe, is still going to be closed because of the gunshot that just happened. A sixth grader, a sixth grader, Grabbed a gun. Now, this we're not going to go talk about gun rights. We're going to cancel that for the second. We'll probably talk about that some other time. But this sixth grader grabbed a gun out, put it out of her backpack, and start shooting uh, children and a teacher. Two children were shot. Thank God it was non-life injuries, and same thing for the teacher got shot as well. Another teacher did disarm the child. We were, we'll talk about, uh, about some million people's comments because they've been saying it for the past 24 to 48 hours when this happened. Uh, so you're telling me at this sixth grader, because the lawyer, one of the lawyers for the family victims, is actually filing charges for attempted murder. You're, you're telling me that this sixth grader does not deserve some type of punishment they can't find no reasons why this sixth grader started shooting children and a teacher staff. There's no connection. They're not finding anything. Now, of course, there could have been a reason why that this child might do it. Yeah, there could be bullying or anything. Something happened there during the school. This school can only do so much. We don't know that. But you're telling me that this sixth grader 
does not deserve some type of punishment. Now, I'm going to say it doesn't deserve the death penalty, but this sixth grader's life is ruined forever, and plus two other children and a teacher staff, because they are going to remember that they were shot. That teacher could have lost his or her children for the rest of their life. That children, those, his, his or her children grew, could have grown up without a father, grow up without a mother. And that, that's the problem. It, it, and, you know, they probably want justice. They probably want it the right way. They're not, and you don't hear, you probably don't hear no, uh, no ranting, no nothing, stuff like that. But when you do stuff like that, that, that becomes a problem. So when you're saying that murdering, excuse me, uh, just like Derek Chauvin, everybody wants him to get the death penalty. Well, you got it. He got the death penalty. He's facing 40 years in life in prison. But very much say everybody wants him to just get go to death. That's it. But you're saying that's okay to do, but it's it's also okay for uh, for the abortion. But you want to say the death penalty is wrong, okay? Derek Chauvin, just like we just said, if you want him, what he did was wrong, have it on the neck for far too long. But if that would happen and he would need kind of the death penalty, you would be appalled for that. So, but once again, I'm going to say, if anybody thinks a death penalty is wrong, let me ask you this: If your loved one was killed by somebody. And they got arrested. Do you think you would want them to live freely in the prison? I don't think so. That's why we have the death penalty. Now, years ago, we had the needle. We don't do. We pretty much don't carry that anymore. I believe we still do in certain things, and as well, uh, the electric chair. That's been banned for a long time. But that is why we still have them, because these people are don't care about killing people. They don't care about killing you. They don't care about killing me. They don't care about killing anybody. If you look, a lot of the population in state prisons, those people that are locked up 23 out of 24 hours of the day, they they actually don't care about nothing. They don't care. They committed murder. They're facing life in prison. They'll beat the hell out of somebody and kill them inside prison. And that's just more problems because they don't care. So you can't you can't say the garbage they get to they still get to live while we suffer the consequences while we suffer loss of a loved one. If you believe having that death penalty is wrong, then you're clearly mistaken. Just the same thing. My body, my choice, which I'm all for that. People are still getting pissed off that there's a lot of people that have not taken the vaccine. But, you know, people want to say, well, it's my body, my choice when it comes to women's rights and abortion. Well, then it's my rights, my choice, my body, my body, my choice, my rights for do, uh, to get the vaccine or not. Whoopi Goldberg just talked about it, where she thought it was still going to be around, that she would wear her mask in her 90s, and then she would not leave her house. First of all, she does got nothing to worry about anyways for the time being. She doesn't need to leave her house because she's got uh, people that can go to places for her and get her stuff. That's that's true. That's the bottom line for that. But, you know, if, they, if the view actually did go back in person, 
And she said she's not leave the house. Well, then they got to find. They better find somebody else. But you know, I, I don't force people to get vaccine. I don't force people not to get the vaccine. I don't force people to wear the mask. I can't stand those dang things. But it's my body, my choice. If I want to wear it, if, if I want to get the vaccine or not, and I chose not to. And a lot of people agree with me. There's still a lot of bad effects of people. Why uh, people are getting are not getting the vaccine? Still a lot of people, but don't take my word. That's just the way it is. And it drives me absolutely crazy that people have been talking about that. But, you know, another video uh, that's been going around is our vice president. If this does not tell you, if this doesn't make sense to you, you have something wrong. Our vice president, Columbia Harris, who is one of the worst vice presidents, and so is Joe Biden when he was vice president under Barack Obama. So there's a there's a video of here of her and her husband, both by the way, been vaccinated. And uh, what's the, the funniest part with both of them been vaccinated, they actually kiss each other with mask on. <laughs> that still cranks me up. I see that. So They've both been vaccinated. Mayor Joe Biden said this. If you are in a small crowd and you're going like me for a picnic or a little cookout, but you know you got don't got a lot of people, you don't have to wear the mask if you've been vaccinated. But if you go to a concert or a conference meeting and you've been vaccinated, you have to wear the mask. What's the point? What's the point of wearing masks and getting the vaccine if you still cannot have a big crowd? That's where you're blind. That's where you're dumb. Because it's all control. It's all it's all political. I I laughed about that when I see that, when I heard that from Joe Biden. Saying that CDC claims to say that. I, I don't believe it and I don't care. I, I'm never gonna tell somebody, say essentially a family, say you hey, you guys gotta social distance. I don't know if you guys have the vaccine or not, but you know you gotta wear the mask, you gotta social distance. I'm not gonna tell family that. Especially when I'm outnumbered, because it's just dumb and stupid. And two, when you go to a grocery store, you don't have pretty much any right to, to say to a customer, uh, unless you are an employee, but if you're not an employee, to say to another customer, to one customer, say you need to put the mask on. No, that's not your that's not your job. That's not your area to do. That's the employee's job. That's the manager's job. You'd let them know, then that's fine. But me, I, I've seen people wear masks and not wear the mask, and I don't wear a mask when I'm out in public. I have it under my chin with me just in case if an employee do ask me very nicely, and I said, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, I'll be put it on, just out of respect, you know, because so, we're not here to cause problems, because we're wasting time. You'd be wasting time if you're essentially trying to find an employee, because one, they're going by rules. They're going by their store policy rules. And two, they can actually kick your rear end out where you can be trespassing. You can go to jail for that, and or you're not allowed back. I don't need that. <laughs> but it is a joke. And then you got Vice President Kamala Harris. I don't know if her and her husband wear the mask inside the house, which I doubt it. But you know what? They said that when I saw them, uh, when I saw the video, seeing them kiss each other with the mask on, I thought that was just crazy. Both you've been vaccinated. So if this tells you that they don't trust the science like they say they do, then you're dumb. 
and you need an MRI or a CAT scan, you need to have your eyes checked or something. Just anything. Please get checked out then because you're, you're not really helping out your situation and you're really not. When I was when I saw that, that was just uh, that was just weird. I, I still get bad to take it. Okay, but anyways, we are getting. Now I was telling you these uh, stories in the on one of this episode, but uh, apparently the episode did not want to work, so uh, we're gonna bring that up again, and it needs to be heard. So give me a second here to find it. That's not what I needed. Once again, I just played on the same thing. So we're going to go to um, Tom Idol case. So this is for Angel Metal, uh, E-N-R-I-Q-U-E, that's his first name. This is now age progression to 24 years. So he's been missing since 3-17-2011 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He is in danger as a runaway. Male, Hispanic, date of birth is 2-12-97, uh, 24 years old uh, to now, 14 years at the time, 5'6", 140 pounds. Uh, his bill, uh, Hispanic male, brown hair, brown eyes. He has a shade. He, he was shaved at the time of his disappearance. He has falling tattoos. The words came over across his knuckles. Last name Muddle. On his abdomen, uh, excuse me, his abdomen, a skull of the phrase fear no men on his left shoulder. The initials FTW on the inside of his lower lip. And the initials MOB on his right shoulder. Nickname is Curious and Ricky. Angel Metal has disappeared from Albuquerque, New Mexico on March 17, 2011. He was last seen hanging out with his friends near the corner of Zine in Indian Street Southeast. His uncle saw him there and told him to go home, but Metal, Angel Metal refused and he said he was going to spend the night with friends who lived nearby. He was never heard from again. Prior to his disappearance, according to the mother, he has been hanging with the wrong people. He looked and acted older than his age and made friends that were several years older. His mother it was a single parent working at a nightclub, and due to her work hours, she wasn't able to keep supervise, supervise him. He had been expelled from his middle school for bringing a gun to campus. Angel's mother enrolled him to a local boxing club to try to keep him out of trouble and considered sending him to live with relatives in Kansas City, Missouri. But Angel disappeared before he could before she could do this. One of Angel's medal's friends is an eighteen year old boy gave him a statement about his disappearance and it turned out that he had some of his belongings, including Angel's backpack and a rosary from his girlfriend his grandfather had given him. Nothing came as nothing came of this lead. However, 
Angel Metals makes to be in the local area, although authorities believe he left on his own accord. His uh, mother still does not believe that has happened. He believed that, she, that he would not run away. His disappearance remains unsolved. 505-242-2677 for Albuquerque, New Mexico Police Department. Please make that call if you know anything because it is only, it's only something uh, that children are missing. And, and we all need, we sometimes make jokes. You know, it, it's never okay to have these children to be missing, especially now Mother's Day, and especially when it's like these old cases. So we need to find them. Because essentially, he needs to be found and bring home. At least she will know if he's safe or not. So now, the next story is our Caroline. We're going to get you to her. Because once again, I had this talk about Caroline Victoria Teague. She's been now missing 18 years, have progressed. She's been missing since 2002 on January 15th. In Alamogo, New Mexico, family adoption. Female, white, 323, 1997, 24 years old now, 4 years old at the time of the disappearance, 445-50-pounds-Caucasian-female-light-brown-hair-brown-eyes-Caroline's-ears-are-pierced-this-is-the-details-Caroline-was-last-seen-in-Alamogo-New-Mexico-on-January-15-2002-she-was-adopted-by-
and it's a missing person slash kidnapping. May 3rd, 1981, his birthday at Mount Vernon, Washington. Asia was his legit name, Atlantic name, Asia 1, 155 pounds, 5'11", blue eyes, brown hair, male, and he was, he's a white. Ryan Brayden Jabowski was teaching English in China when he traveled to Los on vacation. He was last seen on or about March 13, 2006, leaving in the Kim Jong guest house in something, uh, someplace. Uh, let's spell it again. At I A N G K O K, a remote river village in northeastern Los Alejos. His Batman clothes discovered in his room approximately three weeks after the reported disappearance. Local villagers discovered Tabaski's camera, room key, t-shirt, four kilometers north of the same of the place. The condition of the items indicates they had been kept inside and out of the rain. Tabaski technically wore a braided rope and a beer necklace. So the field office in Seattle is taking over. So if you know anything, please call 206-622-0460. Now we also, so we need your help on the fine. Also, we know that a lot of people are going to take this personal because it is going to be an arson case at a church. This happened just outside of Fajita, Colorado. FBI is rewarding $5,000 for information of the arrest and the conviction of the people responsible for setting the church on fire. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Fajita, Colorado, April 26, 2021. The Denver field office is seeking any type of help that happened that day on 26 of 2021 in April. On Monday, located at 417 East Audrey, Avenue, Fajita, Colorado. The Lawyer Valley Fire Department District, uh, District and Fajita Police Department in Colorado responded to a 911 call and determined that the fire was an apartment, a part of arson. No one was inside the church at the time of the fire, and there are no injuries, but structural damage. So please, if anybody knows anything, make that call at 303 that always will take personal for me because especially I'm a Christian. I grew up with that. That never should never happen. No home as well. But essentially no church. Manuel Vergen Galvin should be considered armed and dangerous for unlawful fight of white prosecution and murder. The FBI is offering $5,000. This just happened. He was born in March 12, 1982, and also March 12, 1980. He's got a lot of aliases. Place of birth, Mexico, 165 pounds, 5 foot 9, brown hair, black eyes. He's male, Hispanic. He, Gavin is missing one of his front teeth. <clears throat> he also has ties in Mexico, so he could be residing there in Mexico. So if anybody does know, this happened June 29, 2005. Bergen Galvin allegedly shot and killed a 14-year-old boy in Selmer, California, while the boy was in the front of the boy's residence painting a friend's bicycle. Bergen Galvin was charged with murder by the Superior Court in California. County of Los Angeles and a state warrant was issued for his arrest on July 7, 2005. The federal arrest warrant was issued by the United States District Court, Central District Court of California, Los Angeles, California, 
In January 26, 2006, Enter Vagon Gavin was charged federally with unlawful fight to avoid prosecution. So, City of Los Angeles is taking over for this case at 310-477-6565. A young child's life was taken. Let's find him, let's put him behind bars, and let him serve the rest of the time in prison. George Roberto Magengo Paulini, and we've talked about this, I believe, uh, he's charged with wire fraud. So he's got a lot of aliases. He's white-collar crimes case of the week, by the way. Date of birth, November 30th, 1965. Guatemala is where he's from. 135 pounds. Five foot five, brown hair, black, excuse me, black hair, brown eyes, male, Hispanic, Galamian. He has ties to Miami, Florida, New York, El Salvador. He holds both a Guatemalan passport and it wasn't an Indian, excuse me, Italian passport as well. He's most recently resident in or near Guatemala City, Guatemala. So he has screwed a lot of people over. He needs to be put behind bars. So once again, the field office in Boston has taken over. Contact the FBI Boston at 617-742-5533. Just because it does say he's not armed and dangerous, he still could be considered armed and dangerous. Watch yourself. Also, another case in Montana. We talked about this before. The FBI is still offering up to $10,000 in the resolution of this case. Baby Garrett, also known as Robert Garrett Stewart Jr. Kidnapping and missing person. December 1st, 1987 is his birthday. 130 pounds, 6 foot, brown eyes, black hair, male, Native American. Law enforcement authorities are seeking information in the disappearance of Robert Garrett Stewart Jr. from Montana in October 20, October 2013. Salt Lake City, Utah is taken over at 801-579-1400. So with all those cases, missing children that we have, missing adults, murder suspects that are dying away and got too far along, to be, uh, be free. We need to put them behind bars. I'm Chase Harding here. Thanks for joining with me tonight. Happy early Mother's Day. I will see you all tomorrow or on the next one. Happy early Mother's Day. I'm going to say happy Mother's Day to a lot of mothers that I know. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you on the next.